Hey everyone, welcome to a Tuesday news day on a Monday with my best friend Sinzar. What's up, Sinzar? I am so excited for this week. It is tons of content and very meta. Mm, mm. Uh, so, like, sarcasm travels poorly, I guess. Like, <laughs> were you sincere? No? <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm sincere for somebody, just not myself. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, well... You know, um, I mean, it's obviously Final Fantasy VIII Banner. We expected this. You mentioned this last week as well. It's it's the next step. And I want to say, like, I really like Final Fantasy VIII. It's, it's my second favorite Final Fantasy, probably. I care very little for Laguna, though. Like, I... And Kiros and Ward. Like, I do not... Really? Yeah. I'm surprised I, to hear that. I... I really liked Lagoon. I thought he was awesome in Final Fantasy VIII. I'm, I agree with you on Kiros and Ward. I'm not their biggest fans. Um, I didn't love Kiros. I thought he was like very judgy against Laguna. Yeah. And Ward was like just like a background character that didn't do anything. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were literally like the, the comedy. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but you know what the problem was? Uh, my problem was that I was enjoying Final Fantasy VIII's main story so much. And, I, and Laguna is part of it. Like, you need to understand Laguna's story to understand the Final Fantasy VIII story. But it was kind of like, you know, it was like reading a book. And then then there is this chapter about a character. Like, you want the, the story to progress. But all of a sudden, you have to, like, play this other thing. Uh, and, and that was, I think, why I don't like Laguna that much. Because he took away from what I wanted to play, if that makes sense. That, that is true, I guess. For me, the, the whole thing, I don't know, the, the whole Laguna and Rain story was so sad at the end, but I thought yeah. it was like really touch, really touching. No, it is, it is. It, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. I just I just don't have that connection to Laguna, like in that sense. Like I, I just don't have it, unfortunately. But I'm definitely yeah. gonna pull for it still. Like like what I from what I understand and what you told me last week, they're gonna give us more power for Squall. So it does, yes. His TMR gives 500 flat attack to Squall, and his vision card gives another 500 flat attack to Squall. So if you want your Omega Exodia Squall, then pulling for Laguna is a must. Right. So this is actually a question here. So I saw that we're getting a raid this week as well, right? Um, are we going to uh-huh. get any uh, TMR Moogles for Laguna and Kiros and Ward in the raid? Do you know? Did that come uh- that's a good question. Probably there should be, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell you with authority. I don't know. Nice, because I do have a a uh, crystal, so I could uh, I could get his TMR if. Oh man, you, the TMR you, drop. you 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 going all in on Squall? That's a really hyper specific material that is good for one unit in the yeah, game. But, you know, that's what I did. I did the same for Graph. I, I made sure I had uh, two ID and two Graph TMRs as well just so I can gear both Graf and Faye with uh, with them. So this is my last Moogle, though. This is the last empty Moogle that I have. So, uh, but I might use it for this, definitely. Uh, okay, but uh, let, let, so we've already started talking about the units. Let, let's let's talk about them. So what, what is, oh no, he's an SLP unit. Oh, Laguna? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is following the trend of copy-paste. Um, no! He is- Yes, he is the water version of Tulian Edge Axtar Reagan. Oh, but but I He's need water. to pull this unit. God damn he, it. It's it's an underwhelming breaker. Unfortunately, as much as I like him from Final Fantasy VIII, I do not like his Brave Exvius version. Yeah. Well, at least his STMR seems pretty fucking decent though. It it is. It's a it's a two-handed gun, very powerful. Um the thing I'd I question is who's using two-handed guns anymore? We've kind of left that meta behind. Yeah, even Laura, even Laura, like even Laura Croft doesn't even use her own gun anymore. 
Yeah, but, but I mean, like, this could make it so that you would... Well, okay, Lara is, is, is a bad example because she can also cap LB, but this is like a, a black sparky upgrade because it's 220 attack, 100% LB damage, and also a 75% dragon killer. So it's, it's, it's really good for units that don't naturally cap LB damage and can use guns. So... Absolutely. And again, you know, like if, if, if you don't have like new Fina, I actually just shittered her. That was actually a very pleasant surprise from a 10, 10 out of 10 ticket. I've never gotten a good unit from that before. That but, really like if you, but if you don't have her, if you don't have any of the other big imperilers uh, and weapon imperilers, then I mean, Louise might still be your best choice. And this would be great for any player using and- Louise a lot. And I mean, you could that could give you a reason to bring Laguna because Laguna also brings thirty five percent gun and barrel, same oh, as Louise. Okay, yeah. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, so it's, it is good. Like that. That's actually this is this is like if you get Laguna, this is going to be one of those bonuses of actually getting into EX two or moogling him as I would probably do because we have so many um, to just like this is a good weapon. This is a good weapon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, otherwise, not much to say, right? Copy-paste. Um, so it, 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 it's a decent breaker uh, with heavy water support, basically. Yeah, the same thing, same thing we've said before. As long as Dark Visions remains at 0% passive stats, then 88% breakers just don't really have a place, yeah. unfortunately. Would you ever see like anyone bringing this unit to Cal? We're going to talk about that later, but spoiler, water is one of the elements. Like, Would you see someone bringing Laguna to Cal? It really depends on the boss's resistance. If they decide to go for something like, um, instead of being weak to water, they, I, I think there was a Kyle that had really high across the board. Like, if his base resist is at, like, 110 or something, and that and you have to rely on strong imperils to deal damage, that would give a place to units like Laguna, who has a 145% water imperil, because the boss's innate resistance is so high... Which means right. when you're going from like you know when you're going from negative one twenty to negative one thirty, that's minor. When you're going from like I don't know negative twenty to negative thirty, that's like a fifty percent damage jump. Yep. So it's huge if they have high base resistances. Exactly, exactly. That's a, that's a, that's a very good point actually. That's a very good point. But I mean that's that's really true for all of the element buffers or all of the element breakers. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in that like they might have this place when you need this really really big and chunky uh, um, imperil. Im- um, I guess like for water, it's a tough sell because we also have Cacteria, who's also a very competent breaker and even has, I don't know, would you say she still has cow damage? Like if, like if you really stretch it. You mean for like actual dealing damage? No, her cow damage. Um, it got buffed. Um, even when it was buffed, it was bad then. And that was what, five months ago? <laughs> yeah. I remember actually trying to use her on, on one of my clears, uh, la- th- this this cow uh, that just passed. And like I was so disappointed with the numbers that I saw. I expected so much. Like, I expected more. I did not expect much more. I just expected, you know, like damage. But it was so low compared to, mm-hmm. you know, the people actually doing damage. Okay. But I guess not much more to say. Um, and then we also have Kiros and Ward. So they seem to be... Let me guess. Okay, tag chainer, right? Yes. And SLB unit. Okay, so what what is this unit? Is it good? What's about it? Um, not well, not really on global. Uh, the thing in JP that made them have like a little bit of a place is they have uh okayish tag chaining damage, and JP had never had a tag chainer that did relevant damage because tag right. chains are always like five mod and JP just worthless. Um. Right. So they were the first ones that their their LB is 300x modifier, 
which is not premium, but that, that's on par for, for non-premium units. You know, oh, and, and that's the tag chaining LV. So it's, it's actually a, a very strong tag chain then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the downside is we literally just had Roberta, and she's a yeah. better tag chainer. So is she? Oh, so she's Roberta. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, just Roberta, expected, you know, 300x, that sounds huge, though. It is, and, and I, I, I do think that they slightly outdamage Roberta um, in, in terms of raw damage because you can scale LB better than just plain old tagging. Yeah. Um, and, and Dark Bark and Clash of Wills, obviously, Roberta blows yeah, them course, away. But in, and Dark Visions, yeah, but Roberta's tag chain and Dark Visions is still respectable. And the, the, the reason the reason I would personally give the edge to Roberta is um, Kiros and Ward's tag chain is triple bolting, which is fine and all. It's a little bit of a short chain, whereas Roberta's chain is a 64-hit, very long chain. So it's yes. a lot easier to use her as like a big tag chainer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, triple bolting strike can actually give you some problems with some some units uh, or, or mm-hmm. at least make it a bit tricky, especially if you're on macroing. Like, for instance, weaving Tifa into, into it can be tricky. Uh, it is a very short chain. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, nice. But I mean, that's it's still kind of like this niche unit that could be very useful when you, you know, you, you just have one slot and you really need a chainer and you can't really fit it in any other way. And now this is a chainer that actually does damage. I mean, mm-hmm. again, not yeah. premium level damage, but still damage. And uh, unfortunately, it's waterlocked. But again, that doesn't matter for us in DV. So mm-hmm. do they bring their own support at least for like water? Uh, well, they have they have um, a water in peril of one twenty percent, and they have the uh, the one use Magnus for. Um, oh, actually, looking at their kit on the JP server, they don't have any amplify whatsoever, none at uh, all. Okay. Th- that being said, I mean, if you're doing a water team, you probably have a water amp on the party somewhere. Yeah, but you might but, not like you might be bringing these just for you know chaining, and oh yeah, you know, like you're actually doing a holy team, right? But you're bringing these guys in to to just chain and that. Um, just chain and do like decent damage. So, th- like that's what I like with Oliveira because Oliveira, uh, as a tag chainer, well now his, his relevant th- damage is relevant anymore. But as a tag chainer, he still had everything he needed to make to make his damage yeah. decent, right? Like, he had a fifty percent amp as well as big imperil. Um, but that's a shame. Oh well. Oh it well. Is what it is. <laughs> so, can you explain why they have like? A super S their STMR is a two-handed dagger. That's that's oh. strong. Why is their TMR a fucking spear with defense? Uh well, they have like tanking abilities in their kit, kind of like the original Esther did, where like they can kind of sort of qualify as a tank, but not really, honestly. They're they're not a tank by interest of the imagination. But it's I mean, like SLB that SLB unit like that feels really hard to pull off. Like you you can I mean I get it with the shifts, right? But like yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is like Ward is supposed to be the tank and Kiros the DPS. So the the the, the STMR is for Kiros, the TMR is for the tanking Ward, but like you yeah. said, for an SLB unit that just doesn't work. Yeah, it seems like they would have been better than if they were a tank in in one form and DPS in another, I would say. But uh Exactly. Okay. Much much better. Odd, odd. All right, and then we also got Cell uh to as an NVA. So how is Cell? Completely honest. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I I never used him in JP. Um, never never even looked at his. Okay, let me rephrase. I looked at his wiki page and got visual cancer. It's one of Oof. those wiki pages you just can't read. So I, I don't know what this dude does. One day I'll sit down and try to figure it out. But he's one of those like, um, what's that? What's that photon core girl uh, from Halloween? From Halloween? What's that global exclusive? Oh, unit? the the one with the gun. 
Yeah, the, the, she has the crazy kit that no one understood. Okay, well, chat, the same way. chat, help. Red Ash is typing. Her, I can't think of her name. Oh, my God. Godria. Godria, yes. Godria, Godria. Yes, yes, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, huh, weird. Yeah, he seems to be, well, at least from looking at the news, he seems to be a water damage dealer that's dual wield. Um, and mm-hmm. his fist also gets a chronicle upgrade, right? Uh, we are actually already have that on the globe server. It's just a, it's just a plain old um, from the Maul King. Yeah, yep. the Maul King gives it an upgrade. It's a, it's still a one hander though. So if you're gonna really use Zell, you're gonna probably force to force two handed anyway. Okay, okay. And he's an SLB unit, uh, and uh, uh, his SLB seems to be a bit weird. It seems to be an offensive, uh, sorry, defensive break as well as imperil for all elements. But then it does water damage, and then it boosts damage of his ability. So it sounds like the SLB is actually set up for mm-hmm. uh, for another move. Um, yeah. yeah well, the, the, I haven't what, seen what, that many clears with Cell from JP, honestly, so I'm just not going to assume he's fantastic, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, basically, he's, he's going he's to be a bonus unit this week, and then he's going to go into the vault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yes, yes. Well, at least we have a lot of cells, so it's easy to, to NVA him. Um, all right, and then we have the uh, we have uh, we should maybe say something about the cards. You already mentioned that Laguna's card gives five hundred attack to a Final Fantasy VIII unit, so that's why you would want to put it on Squall. It has a weak base attack, unfortunately. It's one t- one hundred only. Uh, yeah, you're, you're you're pretty much going to just use this on Final Fantasy VIII units. Otherwise, there's way better cards out there. Like even just Ling's card is way better for non Final Fantasy VIIs. Uh, one thing that's interesting to to bring up here is that this is actually the uh, uh, they share the card, so it's both Kiros and Ward and Laguna. So if you're like me and you're gunning for Squall, you don't really care which one of the MVs you pull because that's going to give you the card if there are TMR Moogles in the raid shop or in the pull uh, raid pool. Correct. Because that would be really good. Then then you can just uh, uh, Moogle the TMR anyway, and you get the card. So I'm really hoping for that. I'm really hoping to be able to make Squall a, a go-to character for me in DV, even though I know he's not the strongest. It's still, it, it would still be very fun. Well, Squall is actually pretty decent. Um, yeah. He's he's kind of comparable to Titus a little bit. I heard y'all talk about that on the podcast, and yeah, yeah. he's you know if you've got all the toys for him and S, and SPMRs, Titus's Titus's materia, etc. He's he's respectable. Yeah, we, we we were me, me and Dream. We were wondering if you actually listened to the podcast, and I guess like you do, at least listen to some. I, of it. Nice, I, nice. I listen to it every single week. Every <laughs> week I listen to it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, we did. We we were talking about that, and yeah, like Titus can have, but but it's it's really like depends on can you use water, can you not, and like how much do stats matter, and, and so on. Um, but yeah, no, I I know Squall is good, so that that's why like it's going to be nice actually bringing someone that's that's decent. Uh, to a DV team that's like not, not like Oliveira, which is just there for fun. Uh, so yeah, but okay, uh, that's really good. I wonder if the raid page can actually tell us uh, if if there are Moogles in the raid summon. Uh, I doubt it, but maybe it, it doesn't so. say much. It does say like uh, event limited equipment and abilities and super trust Moogle exchange tickets, King Metal. Yeah, it says it what it always says. So I guess I guess we're gonna have to see when it goes live. Mm. Um, all right, so so one big thing, I guess, this week is also that we're getting the EX battle. The Chronicle battle, that's actually a boss. We're fighting Fujin and Raijin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this is where we also can get another Mystery Crystal. Um, and is one of those five turns, party of four or less clear. So what can you tell us about this one? Was this difficult on JP? How was it? 
Um, it depends if you have Final Fantasy VIII units. On JP, I did not have enough Squalls to New Visions Awakening him. I didn't have Zell saved up because we didn't know about it in advance. Um, I didn't pull for Renoa or Laguna. Uh, so I had literally no one I could use. So I couldn't do this battle until I, until I off-bannered Renoa like weeks later. Once I did that, it was super easy. So as long as you've got a NeoVision's Final Fantasy VIII DPS, not a problem. Uh, NeoVision's Awakened Squall carries it. No problem. Oh, really? I just didn't, okay. Yeah, I just didn't have him in JP, so I couldn't do it. Oh, all right, all right. So so, so anyone that has an EX3 Squall should be able to do this within five turns then? Oh, super easy, super easy. Yeah, all right. Uh, but I guess like there are some other challenges here, right? Like you don't, you might not have a tank. There is no tank in the Final Fantasy VIII lineup except Kiros and Ward, right? Um, by, by memory, uh, I think like evade provoker and a resist buff is all you need. So oh, okay. it, nice. it, it's, it's, it's pretty easy as far as survival goes. The only thing is you just, you know, do it in five turns without NeoVision's DPS is like a big no. Oh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to, you know, doing a couple of squall LBs on this. Maybe, maybe I don't even have to do a couple. Maybe it's just enough with his SLB, but, uh, mm-hmm. uh but th- this, this I look forward to then to, to gear a Final Fantasy eight team. I mean, I have all Final Fantasy VIII units except for the MVs. I did not get any Renoas, unfortunately. I did a pull today. Although there are two more daily pulls left. So who knows? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess we should also maybe talk a bit about the uh, the ability upgrades that we got. So uh, Gun Mastery is very weirdly upgraded to all stats 50% instead of just attack 50%. I guess that's for yeah. all the gun tanks, and it goes up to 100. Well, it's, it's the same as all the weapon masteries. Um, katana mastery, sword mastery, fist mastery. Right. They've all gotten the same upgrades. Um, it's just, you know, the, the, the next one down the list. Now yeah. it's gun. So I guess a lot of units like Prompto and Nameless Gunner Jake and Balthier that we care zero for <laughs> are getting some upgrades, I guess, right? Uh, so I guess there's that. But where's the upgrades we care about? Yeah, where's the upgrades we care about? Yeah, that's true. Oh well, it is what it is. So yeah, let's 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 you know let's take a final few minutes to just talk about the um, next cow because we did hear what it's gonna be and uh, or uh, sorry DV and cow. So first of all DV, uh, we have uh, seems to be a bird with fire dark resistance, right? Magic. Mm-hmm. So who are you bringing to that? Uh, well, it's magical dark, so dark rain for me. I actually do yeah. have dark rain, so that'll obviously. Oh, actually, actually, I also have Renoa, so I'm gonna bring her too. So two, two, two dark mages. Nice. I'm ready. Nice. Fire, fire. We've got Terra. We've got Roberta as a fire mage. Um, yeah, Terra. I'm definitely bringing Terra to this, like fully amped out of her ass with all the with all the. Um, Summoner amps, I guess. You have Oliveira too for dark. Oh, there, there's another. Yeah, I, I've I've got a bunch of dark and fire mages, so this one's gonna be pretty pretty simple. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then the physical fight is water and wind. So I guess your Aurans are obviously going in there. And uh, for water, I mean, obviously people are gonna bring Titus, but we I feel like we had a recent very strong water damage dealer. No. Uh, you're forgetting Tifa, the original premium. I am forgetting Tifa. And that's yep. true, actually. She's she's still relevant. She's still around. <laughs> I mean, she's still very strong, actually, when it comes to water. So so it's actually that's gonna be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, mm. I mean, well, and obviously for physical, you're also bringing your graphs and esters and 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 the Robertas and so on uh, mm-hmm. that you can imbue. But yeah, this one. So this one should be a cakewalk. I feel like the physical one is going to be a cakewalk for most people to cap. Uh, it usually is. Yeah, uh, and then of course, as usual, it's a beast human uh, final boss, but with no elemental weaknesses, so you can bring whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, this is Dark Odin. And also, I would draw your attention to the fact that for the first time on Global, they are not removing the JP field. It is going to be active for the first time. Oh, what does that mean? Um, if you look right here at the second line, at the beginning yeah. of battle, it activates an area effects. Okay, so y- you know the fields on like the Genie fight, the Sandworm fight, the Bayomet fight? Yeah. These, these are permanent uh, battleground fields. They can't be removed. They stack with literally every other field. Okay. Um. JP does the, has been doing these forever. Global has always removed them. Okay. This is this is one apparently they're not removing. Um, so this field is a three hundred percent buff to LB damage. Whoa! And it stacks it stacks with everything. Hold so, so so fuck you, Kane and Roberto, or what? Yes, that basically means um, re- the dragoons are getting the middle finger. And as people have been talking about in the Discord, almost certainly ninety nine point nine percent the reason they're doing this is they want to find a way to shut down the Golden Riser strategy. And this is an easy way to do it without directly nerfing Riser, which they can't really do. But they can indirectly nerf Riser by just leaving the JP field in this time. So shame on everyone for having fun with Riser. Gumi does not like Riser competing with Uh, their premium know, You know... In Gumi's defense, normally I shit on Gumi and it's fucking well-deserved, but... In their defense, like, I think Riser is too powerful. Like, I know I'm going to get so much hate for this, but I think that as a free unit and as a um, as a cheesy strat, I think it has too much power. And I don't probably, think... It, 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 it probably does. Like, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you, and I understand why they're kind of losing their mind that a free unit is competing with their, their, their moneymakers. Right. It's, it still feels bad because for me... For me, I'm I'm getting EX3 Kane in like six days from the, yeah. the, the login tickets. I'm about to get EX3 Kane, and all of a sudden, oh, I can't use him. I mean, I can use him, but he's going to be like working off a severe penalty compared to LB units. I mean, same sucks. for me with Roberta. You know me, and you know me about Roberta. So, of course, I would want to bring my Roberta to be jumping here. But she's going to get such a huge... Like, I mean... LB units are probably going to do like twice their damage. Well, no, sorry, uh, not twice their damage, but they're going to be doing what? 50% more in comparison. A lot more, yes. So they're going to be doing 50% more damage out of the gate, assuming you have a 300% LB buff and 300% uh, LB uh, increase. Um, Wow. I mean, that's going to be hard to compete with. I mean, Roberta is probably going to do decent damage, but she's probably going to do less than units like Squall and Titus that you could bring instead, which makes me sad. I would really want to bring Roberta. There has to be another way of nerfing Riser um, with this. Like, you know, can they make it so that he... Because I think that the biggest power with Riser is the cheesy uh, Bulwark strat. So they could just, you know, do something that he doesn't activate on that ability. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the game mechanics work, but maybe there's something like that they could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do, I do understand it. I do understand that there are people, you know, that really like units, and then like their their favorite units get power crept by this free unit that's used in this very cheesy way. And I know that a lot of people are having fun with that, and they should be able to have fun with it, but maybe not at like the very top level of the game. is is kind of my opinion, and I'm gonna get flamed for this, but it's okay. I stand yeah. by my opinion. 
Okay, that's that's a shame. But I guess it gives me more reason to bring Squall. Um, and I might still bring Roberta because she's such a fucking amazing unit that has so much in her kit that she might be used. She might be useful anyway. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so and, and then let's just quickly say something about Clash of Will. So, so it's a fairy dragon. Um, that's a weird combo. Do we have any unit that brings both of those on their own? No, um, right? At the same time, I don't think so. Uh, we've got Roberta for for Dragon, and for Fairy, we've got Bulwark. So Yeah, true. And it's a dark state. Like, dark is one of the elements. It's water, ice, and dark. So uh, Bulwark, of course, has both ice and dark. Uh, that's nice. Uh, so I guess, like, that could be a team with uh, Roberta and Bulwark. And- and if you bring Roberta, you can also do ice, and um, Bulwark can imbue the ice, and his, his Amplify is not that good. Wait, but Roberta- Bulwark can imbue ice as well? Yeah, he has ice, oh. wind, and dark. Oh, yeah, yeah so, that's so- really good because Roberta has 45%, so the only thing you're lacking is a field, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bring free Evia. Uh, yeah, I would love <laughs> I'm to. Kidding. I would love to, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm guessing this, we still don't know. So, like, you know, the precedent so far, or at least for the past two cows has been that, or especially the last one is that morale is really difficult. Like morale is super difficult if you don't have chow. Um, so I wonder if that's going to be the case here again, because if it is, then of course, Freyavia is very useful. It could be, but if you read the fine print, it says the boss reduces your party's ability to evade attacks, meaning it sounds like physical damage is going to be a factor and if the boss is a heavy-hitting physical unit that you can't evade, that makes it a whole lot harder to take advantage of Chow. Like, he can tank physical damage, but there's definitely a point where the physical damage becomes untankable by yeah, Chow. but you do have Behemi, then. So, like, Behemi yeah, also well, has counters for morale. No, he doesn't. He does. He doesn't. His, his, counter Wait, is literally ca- his counter is literally capped at one per turn, and it's a hard cap. Oh, it is. I did not know that. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, interesting. I mean, I am all for turning cow battles more into a tug of war. I'm, I'm all for that. Like, you will have me sign up for voting for that every time, because I do think that's an interesting thing. It should not just be, oh, uh, you used uh, Kresnix. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, arcane stimulant. Yeah, arcane stimulant, and you're good, basically, right? Like by, by turn five, you have you have full morale. Uh, I I really think it should be uh, tug of war. Um, yeah, I, I gotta be honest here. I'm really happy that assuming this is what they're talking about, that they're like nerfing Chow because Chow, Chow is out of control. He really is. Yeah. Chow completely ruined the current Clash of Wills because they had to balance it around Chow, which means. You basically had Chow on almost every rank one clear. Now, I, I do know that Wanderer did like a riser strategy that got rank one without Chow, so it is possible. But yeah, but that's another pretty- unit they want the nerf. So that's true. But yeah, but like I, I did not like every or almost every rank one strategy re- requiring Chow because so many viewers kept asking me, "Please show a rank one without Chow," and I'm just like. Uh, I'd love to. I, I just yeah, can't. Yeah. No, but I think this is good. It also gives people that pulled Maeve and uh, to, to use her as well. Like, she hasn't had that much space in the spotlight recently, so she can definitely be used here as a physical tank if we are going to need those. And again, I'm yeah. just happy if we can use Behemi. I love Behemi as a unit, so I would love to bring him instead. Uh, Maeve has Dragon Killer and Dragon Mitigation, doesn't she? It's Dragon and Beast, right, for Maeve? Uh, yes, I want to say. I'm not an expert on Maeve. I never pulled her, so I'm, I'm not okay. that good at her kid. But yeah, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, uh, nice. al- although if you're bringing Roberta, you're going to have some dragon mitigation anyway. 
I guess fairy oh, is the one that's hard to come by. And you're definitely going to bring Roberta. Even if you go off element, Roberta is still one of the highest clash damage dealers right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, Roberta and Sky are probably going to come. Like, is Lara? Yeah, probably. Uh, so this is, you know. Well, I mean, again, I'm saying that now, but last cow, I had to bring <laughs> none of those units because I did not have Chow. So I had to do a, a clear with non-cow DPS. That actually worked out pretty well. I, I still have a fairly high score. Um, that's funny. Uh, but that's what it is, I guess. And actually, Laura, Laura Croft didn't show up on too many top teams this month, which is surprising. She's starting to fade away a little bit. Yeah, who are people using for... Uh, well, I guess, like, again, it's cow, so it has passive stats, so the 90% uh, imperil isn't... Or the 90% break isn't that important, I guess. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a very small jump over Sky's 87. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, all right. But very fun. It's going to be very fun to see what this Clash of Wills is. It's like three weeks left, right? Or something? Uh, until the... No? Four? Oh, the, the the next Clash of Wills? Yeah, it'll it'll most likely be uh, the, at the at the end of the month. So this, this is still a ways off. Yeah. But the, I, I can't wait. I mean, Clash is still some of my favorite content. So I, I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we did everything now, right? Did we miss anything? Uh, not really. We talked a long time for not much content, but yeah, it's fun to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did talk too too long about units that nobody cares about <laughs> and uh, no content at all. Well, there is the EX battle. I, I'm actually hyped for that. I still like those. Trialish battles. I'm still going to enjoy building a team that's going to crush it. I, I can't uh -huh. wait. Yeah, they're fun. Yep. All right. Well done. Thanks, everyone that came and chilling this week. Thanks, Sinzar. See you later. See ya.